Note yesterday an email from uh, Mark Gregorich, the loyal FFA alumni president, and he told me that the loyal FFA alumni dairy breakfast on Father's Day has been postponed. So we've got other ones to talk about as well. But again, the list the list goes on. So Father's Day, you won't be able to go home for breakfast. That's sad, and uh, it's a great time. I always miss visiting with Mark and uh, oh. and the crew over there. And you can find yeah, some. You well, can we'll, find somebody in loyal will still talk to you. Uh, that's that's. One of the few people. <laughs> <laughs> if you offer to buy them breakfast, I'll bet they'll all talk to you. <laughs> That's right. That's the way it goes. All right, we Bre- got... Buy them breakfast or something. There you go. Maybe you can buy them, take a whole jug of Revolution coffee over there. That'll make them happy. I will. I'm sipping on some Revolution coffee right now. And if you uh, anybody wants any out there, give them a call at Black River Falls. Go downtown, and they'll bring it right out to the curb right now. Coffee, latte, all kinds of frou-frou coffees that you can have, teas, and food. And muffins and all that sort of stuff, too. Oh, good stuff. You good bet. food. Revolution <laughs> Coffee down in Black River Falls. All right, sit back and uh, take a little break. We'll talk to you after the uh, top of the hour. We get some news and weather and that sort of stuff in on this 50th Earth Day, all right? All right. There he goes. That's Scott, who is social distancing himself again this morning. At home down there in Trempolo County. On a Wednesday morning at Wax, glad to have you along. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Temperatures around our area mostly in the 30s. La Crosse is 44, and La Crosse could hit about 70 today. Around here, about 60, and further north, might uh, about 50 is about it. So that front moving through is sending the warmer weather down south. So... Again, we'll see some sun today, but uh, this morning it's kind of cloudy out there. But it should be a dandy. And 60 today, 58 tomorrow, 55 on Friday. Then 60, low 60, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So maybe getting some decent weather in here that we need to move forward. Let's move forward. 5 o'clock, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A Navy hospital ship in New York Harbor is pulling up anchor. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says the USNS Comfort is no longer needed in the fight against COVID-19. The Empire State has been the hardest hit with cases and deaths, but the numbers are starting to go down. The ship docked in the nation's biggest city March the 30th, providing about 1,000 extra beds. Another hospital ship remains in Los Angeles. A magnitude 3.8 earthquake is being reported in Los Angeles County. The USGS says the quake struck a short time ago less than a mile south of View Park, Windsor Hills, California. That's just minutes from Englewood. There's word it was felt in the Hollywood Hills. No immediate reports of damage or injuries have been received. Colorado is lifting its lockdown. People will once again be able to leave their homes beginning on Monday, though Governor Jared Polis urges those of high risk of coronavirus to keep inside through May. He confirmed on Tuesday he will not extend the stay-at-home order, but stressed that social distancing and wearing masks must continue. He says there are still tough days ahead. It appears a majority of Americans prefer staying at home until health experts tell them otherwise. Dean Muccio has the details. A new Reuters Ipsos poll shows over 70% think quarantine measures shouldn't be lifted until the green light's given by health professionals. That includes 88% of Democrats and over half of Republicans. The survey comes as protests against stay-at-home orders pop up across the country. Those demonstrating want to see the economy reopen and get America back to normal. 
the Mutual NBC News Radio. And Harvard University is rejecting claims that it took money from the Paycheck Protection Program. On Twitter, the Ivy League school declared it never even applied for the money. This came up during a White House briefing when President Trump said it wouldn't be right and would ask for it to be returned. Harvard agreed with Trump, noting instead it was given money through the CARES Act Higher Education Emergency Relief Fund. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. But it does look like there is going to be more money put back. I think I saw about three hundred and ten billion. No, it could be off a few bu- a few bucks when you're talking that much. What's a buck or two here or there? But uh, the payroll protection program that just that money just flew out like uh, anything. So uh, supposedly the reports we've heard is that uh, yes, more money is going to be put back into. That program, which farmers can tap into to uh, help keep things going here. So hopefully that money is going to be approved. Just puts us back into a deeper and deeper deficit. But uh, you got to do what you got to do when you got to do it. Also, we should have some news coming up locally. State news about our state legislature going to sue the governor about uh, not opening the state until May 26th. So... uh, There are two sides to every story, I guess is how we look at that. Four minutes after 5 o'clock and the weather not too bad. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. For more than 100 years, Advent Health has been a place nurses can grow and thrive professionally and personally. Now, more than ever, your community needs you. We know you can rise to the occasion. That's what nurses do. Join our mission to extend the healing ministry of Christ with a network of opportunities across our system and a culture that supports you while you support your patients. Learn more about Advent Health's virtual hiring at joinourmission.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we should get busy in the, in the sheds getting everything ready. If we haven't already, I think we probably have most everything ready to go. And the weather's going to start working in our direction. Today, it should be, well, partly cloudy this morning, maybe a few showers. But that's it. Now, not everybody's going to see that either. And then we should have sunshine for most of the day today, the high right around 60 in the Eau Claire area, about 70 down towards La Crosse, and probably about 50 farther north, Rice Lake and points north of that. So a very varied day as far as the high temperatures. Tonight down to about 37 clouds, 58 tomorrow, 55 on Friday, and low 60s Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Right now just about everybody's in the mid to upper 30s around Wisconsin, 39 at Milwaukee, uh, Madison, 33 over Green Bay, Rice Lake at 36, Rice Lake at 44 right now, and here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, we've got 37 degrees on our way to about 60 today. We're also on our way to the markets. They're next here on Wax. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to it. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance, our market information. And uh, Scott is on the phone with us again, social distancing down there at home. What do the cash livestock numbers look like this morning? Well, fed beef steers are at 87 to 95 and a half with fed beef heifers 85 to 95. Holstein steers are at 71 to 80 and a quarter with select and choice 65 to 70. Cows are at 35 to 62. Bulls 67 to 86. Market hogs are at 30 and down. Sows 20 to 23. Boars 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 90 to 116, and feeder lambs are at 1 to 165. All right, let's take a look at uh, what's happening here as far as the rest of our markets. Not pretty pictures when we look at these numbers. i got to tell you that, and, of course, you know that already. April live cattle, 9160. That's down 192. June cattle, 8407, down 102. August at 88.50, that's down 160. And October cattle, 93.77, down 157. Feeder cattle for May, 116.75, down 52. August at 126.90, that's down 75. September at 128.42, down 82. And October feeders down 52. Lean hog carcass contracts. May was at 44.27. That was actually up 367. June hogs at 48.10, up 185. July 52.92, down 85. And August at 57.17, down 147. And again, on the Board of Trade, just a hard time making any traction with these uh, oil prices. The Brazilian crop coming in. Overnight, May corn down a fraction at 308. The oats down at 296. May wheat down four at 542. Soybeans actually up four cents. They're sitting at 835 this morning. And meal up $1.20 at $290.30. Cheese prices unchanged yesterday. Barrels 101 and a quarter. Blocks a dollar and three quarter cents. The butter down a cent and a half, 118 and a half. And of course, uh, not good as far as class three prices were concerned. April down four at thirteen thirty-seven. We've got May down fifty-two at ten thirty-nine. June eleven sixteen. July thirteen eleven. August at fourteen thirty-one. All down seventy-five. Not good. Ten minutes after five o'clock, thirty-seven degrees around here. Everybody's pretty much right around the thirties. Lacrosse is forty-four. It'll warm up nicely today. We should see some sunshine as well. Maybe that'll brighten us up on this Earth Day, the fiftieth anniversary of Earth Day. And our markets on wax brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Ten minutes after five, one bright spot for those of us that buying it, uh, the gas prices. And uh, if you got to lay in some fuel for the farm, here's a nice way to do that. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. 
Hey, what's going on and how you doing? Scorch is here. And next time with Scorch and the Morning X, we'll talk about things we've done that our parents have no idea that we even did. Also, we'll finally get the chance to talk about your cool relatives. Relatives that used to let you get away with things that your parents would never let you get away with. We're going to do effed up facts and roll call and schedule to appear to talk about Earth Day. It's actor Ed Begley Jr. joining t Try me next time with Scorch and the Morning Axe. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time for another Pioneer Agronomy Update. Scott Schultz this morning with Mike Gronsky, field agronomist for Pioneer, out of the Marshfield area covering the central Wisconsin area. The snow is disappearing, that Easter snow. We're getting the warm weather here, and, and things are greening up, Mike. Are things greening up out in the alfalfa stands? You know, that's a great question, Scott. And, I mean, as we approach 2020, there, you know, alfalfa is going to be the first thing on every dairyman's mind as we look at the, some of the forage shortages that we're experiencing across the area. Um, you know, prior to this weather setting in, you know, we were starting to see alfalfa break dormancy um, things were looking uh, very promising, um, but that being said, you know, there, there's a long ways to go, and, and there's a lot of things that should be evaluated as we're looking at, you know, the, essentially the yield potential of these stands and, and what we can or can't do with them. Um, you know, as we went through this cold snap, I feel feel good that we had a little bit of snow covering them, um, but in the same breath, uh, you know, I do have some fears about how, mon- how many carbohydrates we have available in that rope reserve essentially to get these plants um, completely green back up and growing actively and taking nutrients up from the soil. So, um, you know, as we look forward here, I think the big, th- the big thing's going to be here is, as we get into next week and we get some, some more warm weather on our belt is, is doing that initial look and just getting out there and, and looking to see how many plants there are per square foot. Um, you know, I know last year, you know, a lot of our stands were just, our older stands were destroyed, but uh, for some of them that we did keep, you know, at, at a bare minimum, we're going to want to find, you know, four to five plants per square foot to have, a stand that's even worth consideration of keeping um, in terms of yield potential. But uh, that being said, you know, when we hit that point where we're right on that kind of that, that fine line, you know, it's going to take some reevaluation, you know, a couple weeks out down the road once we've experienced more regrowth on this alfalfa. You know, so it's going to mean following once there's 68 inches of regrowth running out there, you know, starting to actually look at doing some stem counts, and that's going to give us a better idea of what the yield potential is going to be. You know, and when we start getting under 55 stems per square foot, you know, it's still going to be a viable stand, but we're not going to be getting 100% of our yield potential. And once we get to the point where we've actually gone below 40 stems per square foot, you know, we're going to have to look at maybe looking at some alternative methods um, in terms of, you know, interceding or maybe even destroying the stand. Thanks again for some great information. Thanks, Scott. That's Mike Gronsky, field agronomist in the central Wisconsin area out of Marshfield with Pioneer, with another Pioneer Agronomy Update. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you, Scott. Again, we've got about 37 degrees here. Good updates from the folks at Pioneer. 14 minutes after 5 o'clock, we're going to take a look at some of our farm news this morning on this Earth Day, the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. So we'll get, to, we'll get back to Scott and get some, uh, some of our news on the air. And that's right here on 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Should be a nice day today. Sunshine for most of the day. It'll be kind of cloudy this morning, maybe a few little sprinkles. But it should get around 60 around this part of the country. The farm news is being brought to you by Chili Implement of Chili, Wisconsin. 
Keeping farms running, construction moving, and towns maintained is essential. That's why Kubota is working to keep you working. Right now, get 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Offer expires May 31st. Visit KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Kubota, together we do more. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today and check out their entire line of Kubota equipment. Chili Implement, County Highway Y in Chile. Visit ChiliImplement.com or call 715-683-2444. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get some of our news this morning. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. And uh, Scott, what do we got going on today? Today is the 50th anniversary of the first Earth Day. Former Wisconsin Governor and U.S. Senator Gaylord Old Nelson hatched the idea and had 20 million people take part during that first Earth Day. Nelson said, quote, Our goal is an environment of decency, quality, and mutual respect for all human beings and all living creatures, end quote. We're finding out more about how the government is going to use the $19 billion in aid that was announced at the end of last week. The breakdown shows $16 billion will go for direct payments to producers with $3 billion being used to buy fruit, vegetables, dairy, and meat to be given to food pantries and other charities around the country. Farmers could get as much as $250,000 per operation, but if spouses are involved in the operation, that limit could increase to $500,000. Cattle producers would get the most at $5.1 billion. Row crop farmers will receive $3.9 billion. Dairy farmers and specialty crop producers would each get $2.1 billion, with hog farmers sharing $1.6 billion, and producers of other crops would get $500 million. President Trump and Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said they expect more aid money for agriculture will be needed early this summer. One agricultural industry that won't be getting any of that $19 billion in aid is the ethanol industry, which is struggling financially, just like all other agricultural groups. New projections show ethanol sales this year could fall more than $10 billion with its uh, contribution to our gross national product falling nearly one-third with current demand for ethanol down for both our domestic gas supply and exports, production is expected to be down 3 billion gallons this year, meaning corn demand will drop by almost 350 million bushels. Employment in the industry is expected to drop by 20% this year. And in another blow to the industry, the FDA is saying that fuel ethanol cannot be used to make hand sanitizer. And that was a one-line statement that we saw yesterday from the FDA. It just said FDA has changed its position and will now not allow ethanol to be used for hand sanitizer. And I, they didn't explain the reason or why they had made that decision. They just said that not going to happen anymore. So that's... Uh, Another blow to the ethanol industry. So, again, it's a it's tough to be in agriculture out there. But, again, you talk 350 million bushels, less demand for corn. That doesn't bode well for corn prices either going down the road, I wouldn't say. Would you? No, sir, it does not. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, it's tough out there. Yep. All right, we're going to uh, take a look at some other uh, news in the calendar. We'll let you rest. We'll get you back here in a little while and take a look at some of our other local news. How's that sound? 
Well, that sounds wonderful. All right. So, Will, let's go have more Revolution coffee this morning. But, again, 18 and a half. And as we said earlier, getting more and more information. As we said, if you got something that's been canceled, let us know. I think most people are assuming things. But as we get further out into the summer, we're never sure about that. So, again, let us know. The loyal alumni, loyal FFA alumni, has decided they will postpone. uh, Now, postpone... uh, and we'll be able to have it, hoping to have it at a later date. So in Loyal, it's postponed. It hasn't been canceled. It has been postponed. They're hoping to have maybe a Loyal FFA dairy breakfast from the alumni at a later date this summer. Also, uh, some things coming up. Uh, May 16th, the Indian Head to Hereford sale is going to happen. And, uh, again, they had to postpone it earlier. So, again, uh, that is going to be uh, happening on May 16th. So, again, make that on your calendar. And it no longer be held at the UW River Falls. It's moved to the Mark Frederick Farm in the Roberts area. So that will be in May. And also some other things coming up. The Abbotsford FFA Alumni Dairy Breakfast canceled. Also, Stratford has been canceled. Uh, We told you about Granton. Uh, In June, the National Holstein Association Convention has been canceled. Also uh, coming up. The Seymour Lions Club has canceled their wild game feed. The Tilden Fire Department selling raffle tickets, but they had to cancel their pancake feed coming up this Sunday. Red Cedar uh, had to cancel their banquet to Pheasants Forever. The Red Cedar Pheasants Forever had to cancel their banquet uh, that was scheduled. And the uh, State of Wisconsin Pheasants Forever meeting set for the last weekend of May has also been canceled. So again... Unfortunately, we're losing an awful lot of good events around the area. All right, coming up, we're going to hear from the uh, folks at the Department of Agriculture, Training, and Consumer Protection, Jeff Swenson, talking about some of the things they're doing dealing with the livestock. Get up and running today during New Holland's Spring Drive Sales Event going on now at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. Just announced, you'll get 0% financing with zero down and no payments until 2021 on select New Holland tractors. Plus, ask about a 10-year, 1,500-hour powertrain warranty. 0% available on approved credit. See Baraboo Implement for details. Get 0% for up to 60 months today at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. Today during the Spring Drive. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Watching and listening to the news as far as agriculture right now with the coronavirus pandemic. Dairy, naturally in Wisconsin, getting most of the headlines. But we have a very multifaceted agriculture industry in Wisconsin. And the country's livestock producers, including those in Wisconsin are uh, not in good shape either right now. Bob Bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn, as we've been reporting, packing plants have been shutting down, and not only in Wisconsin, but other parts of the country as well. And, Josh, you found out that uh, this is a across-the-industry pandemic, isn't it? Yeah, you're telling me, Bob. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, especially when it comes to beef and pork. As you said, we've Got a particular focus on dairy since this is America's dairy land, but all producers are hurting right now, especially in the livestock sector. I spoke with DATCAP livestock and meat specialist Jeff Swenson, and I said, Jeff, you know, things are bad. The the plants are closing down. There's not much of a market. Auction houses are closing down. Livestock producers are experiencing staggering losses, but just how bad is it? 
we had two reports come out last week that really put things in perspective and, and not in a great way. So, you know, the, the National Pork Producers Council talked about a $5 billion loss for the pork industry, and they had some help from Dr. Dermot Hayes, a uh, well-known agriculture economist, do that. So those numbers are pretty trustworthy. And then the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, along with uh, Oklahoma State University and Dr. Peel there, came out and said that they're expecting a $13.6 billion loss for the beef sector. So which losses are particularly enormous? Which ones strike you as, wow, that is more than I thought it was going to be? So everything that we're really talking about, so both both are, are extremely large numbers. And really the problem right now for farmers is that uh, in the case of, of fed cattle, so there's not a lot of fed cattle moving. The bids last week were almost non-existent. We finally did see some cattle move uh, in the Midwest last week in that Nebraska area, uh, lower prices than, than what they had been, but not many fed cattle are moving. So we're looking at fed cattle producers looking at uh, losing $205.96 per, uh, per head. That's the kind of the impact of all of this. And then if they can't find buyers for their cattle, of course, it, it hits a couple of different ways because they have to continue to feed those cattle. Those cattle are getting overweight. They're going to be less desirable and, and be a little too fat when it comes time to, to finally uh, find a buyer for them. And then they're not filling their feedlots up again. So our cow-calf producers aren't able to sell feeders. And, of course, a lot of them, especially if they calved in the fall, have calves to sell right now. And without being able to sell them, they don't have the money to put a crop in the ground. So this just uh, snowballs all the way backwards to, you know, the, the beginning of, of that animal supply chain. Yeah, it's ripple effect after ripple effect. I'm talking with Jeff Swenson of the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. He is a livestock and meat specialist. Jeff, talk to me about what the movement of pork is looking like right now in the Midwest. Well, you know, pork is tough. We, we do know that there's some larger uh, processing facilities in the nation that are closed. And it's this balancing act of making sure that the supply chain stays open, that we're able to process these hogs and keeping employees of those processing facilities healthy and safe. And, you know, they're bound to get uh, COVID-19 the same as the rest of us. And, and a lot of the times that going into those plants is difficult to have the social distancing that we would want because of the nature of the work. And because of that, we've, we've lost about 10% of the hog processing capacity in the nation. And that might not sound like a lot, but it really throws a wrench into the number of, of hogs that we can process in any given week. And then, of course, they have further processing plants, like the plant in Cudahy, uh, that owned by Smithfield, where they would do further processing. So they don't harvest the animals there, but they, they make specific products. And, and there's a slowdown in the supply chain. And, of course, Milwaukee is an area that's been hit hard, so keeping those employees safe. They're closed right now for some deep cleaning and things like that, uh, just until things return a little bit back to normal as far as safety of the employees and supply of product coming in to do the further processing. You're hitting it right on the head. That seems to be the hot-button topic right now. Uh, even those outside of agriculture are noticing that these plants are closing down. They're talking about it. Uh, the question at the top of everybody's mind is, is this going to impact me at the grocery store? So obviously that's an enormous question. But uh, when you talk about the numbers and just how big of a wrench it is thrown into uh, the pork supply chain, I mean, will consumers notice uh, this at the grocery store? 
it's difficult to for me to know exactly what will happen at the grocery store. I think that last week we saw pork cutout values and boxed beef prices go up a little bit. Now, we might be concerned about that if we're a consumer, happy about that if we're, we're producers, but we don't really know what that's based on. So does that mean that there's less product out there because of, of slower um, processing capacity and that raises the price or is there more demand at the grocery stores and the grocery stores are, are really starting to replenish their stocks? Unfortunately, the, the huge swings right now are at the farm gate prices. You know, if you watch the feeder market and the cash markets uh, for both hogs and cattle, there has been uh, a big downside. They, they have been going down and, and building demand and getting people back into a more typical consumer pattern, uh, especially with some restaurants being able to move some product is really what's going to help put more money back into the farmer's pockets again. Jeff, what about exports? How are those looking? No, exports are not terrible. We, we sure would like to see beef a little bit better. Beef enjoyed some good export numbers last week, or last year, I should say. And, you know, this week we're looking at some, some beef numbers kind of coming in higher than it was the week before, which is disappointing. Pork numbers for the last two weeks have been really, really good. So last week we saw another 45,700 metric tons of pork move to international buyers. China was one of the big purchasers. They bought uh, 16,400 metric tons of that U.S. raised pork. When we're looking at beef sales, you know, we did about 15,000 metric tons the previous week, and then last week we sold 20,200 metric tons. So that's an improvement. Still kind of a lackluster number, but it did fall within trade expectations, not enough to really increase the cash price for live cattle. But, you know, we're always hoping that China is really going to start purchasing more and more to fulfill the, their agreement, their, their phase one agreement. And, of course, that uh, talking from the Department of Agriculture, Trading, and Consumer Protection, Jeff Swenson, so uh, maybe a little positive news coming up. Speaking of uh, news coming up, markets. We're going to talk to Rocky over at Premier Livestock, brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do go to Rocky over there at uh, Premier Livestock in the Withy area, courtesy of Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Well, Rocky, uh, what are we seeing? We're getting any getting any better? We're getting some stability? What's going on? I hate to say it, but not really. No. Yeah, it's it's a tough struggle right now, that's for sure. Yeah, but, them, uh, them, plant, them plants are struggling pretty hard yeah, over when there, got, so... Yeah, when you got no place to go with them, it's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. But uh, the beat goes on. What's been happening over there at Premier? Uh, thank 
Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday's uh, special feeder cattle auction shaped up at Premier. Uh, we did sell over 600 head of feeder cattle. Uh, market was steady with very good demand despite what's going on. Had a good sale. Uh, most of the beef feeders uh, under 500 pounds sold from 115 to 160. Uh, your 5 to 800 pounders from 95 to 149. Your Holstein steers 500 pounds and under from 80 to a dollar. Holstein steers 5 to 800 pounds from 75 to 98. Uh, bread beef cows sold mostly 850 to 1275. Beef breeding bulls up to 1500. Market cows sold lower. Uh, most of the cows 38 to 47. High yielding 48 to 54. Uh, like I say, lots of pressure on that market. Market bulls, that's probably a little more steady than most classes, mostly 65 to 75, uh, topping at 84. Uh, fed cattle, uh, that's, that's much lower, guys. But we're going to tell you on that uh, before you ship them fed cattle. We'd like to call. We'd like to talk to you, like, you know, what's going on with the market and make sure we can get them fed cattle in. Uh, so uh, newborn Holstein bull calves, uh, mostly 40 to 110 per head. Uh, your beef calves 100 to 210, Holstein heifer calves 10 to 65. Uh, today, Wednesday, we got a special dairy cattle auction. We got two complete retirement herds. Uh, herd number one, we got 30 Holstein cows with a few fancy Jersey crosses. Uh, 60 years of AI breeding through select sires. They're averaging 65 pounds of 4-1 butterfat, 150 somatic cell count. Uh, they got really good milk and they got no TMR. They're tie stall cows outside daily, bunk fed. Uh, they're coming out of Almond, Wisconsin. Herd two, we got 50 Holstein cows, few crossbreds, 73-pound uh, tank average with several top cows milking 90 to 110 pounds. They're 40 years of AI breeding uh, through Genex. They're, like I said, tie stall cows. They are raised in free stalls. Uh, they're coming from Randy Marr out of Stanley, Wisconsin. Several loads of AI bred and AI sired springing heifers. Uh, most of these heifers coming out of 28,000-pound-plus herds. Here's a group of six. 16 registered spring and heifers. They sold their herd. They're bringing all their heifers as they spring up, uh, coming out of a 30,000-pound registered herd. Several Holstein breeding bulls. Uh, some for heifers, some for cows. Auction, uh, like I said, also available to bid online at Cattle USA. We also have pictures on the website at premierlivestockandauctions.com, or you can give us a call at Premier uh, 715-229-2500. And like I said, uh, watch the website. Like I say, things are changing daily with the market. Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down, uh, depending on what they need for their cattle. So if there's any time that is important, important to communicate with your market uh, or your trucker. They know what's going on as well. Um, keep in touch. Lots of things changing. we got our machinery sale coming up May 1. So that's the way it's shaped up, Bob. Well, at least the weather's going to be better getting out in the countryside. <laughs> you don't have to bundle up like you did yesterday well, morning. It was cold yesterday. I know. If we're going to have low prices, let's at least have good weather, right? There you go. That's for sure. Yep. So hopefully it's changing. Hey, Rocky, stay safe, and we'll uh, talk to you in the morning. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And we're going to catch up with Kelly Slifka and find out what's going on with our weather. That's next on Wax. Get up and running today during New Holland's Spring Drive Sales Event going on now at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. Just announced, you'll get 0% financing with zero down and no payments until 2021 on select New Holland tractors. Plus, ask about a 10-year, 1,500-hour powertrain warranty. 0% available on approved credit. See Baraboo Implement for details. Get 0% for up to 60 months today at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. Today during the Spring Drive. 
Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get to our weather forecast because it's getting better. We want to tell you all about it. Kelly Slifka joins us. We're with Skywarn 13. Morning, Kelly. Good morning. Boy, this is one of those days where it depends on where you live. You could be uh, sitting out in a swimming suit or you could be still wearing a jacket up north, huh? Yeah, winter a winter jacket up north and maybe in some shorts and short sleeves down south. And, uh, and it's all due to a front that's uh, moving into the area. It's moving into western Wisconsin this morning. Uh, if you are looking at a radar um, app or something on your phone or looking at the radar, you might be seeing, oh, look at all the uh, rain out there. A lot of this is actually not reaching the ground. The uh, lower levels of the atmosphere are a little bit too dry, so a lot of this is not reaching the ground. We're mainly seeing this to the west toward the Mississippi River. But you may encounter a brief light shower or sprinkle. Some of that may be able to uh, penetrate that dry air at the surface. This will be mainly this morning. And then we'll look at a mostly sunny sky this afternoon and uh, much warmer than yesterday. Expecting that high up to about 60 in Eau Claire. And as mentioned, down toward the Mississippi River southwest, maybe closer to 70. Areas to the east, as you head over toward Ladysmith, might be struggling to get up to 50. So quite a range in temperatures. Partly cloudy tonight as we get down to 37. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, high of 58. Slight chance of a shower on Friday, 55. Right now, the weekend looks dry with temperatures in the low 60s. Right now, in Eau Claire, 37 degrees. I'm Sky Warren, 13 meteorologist Kelly Slipka. Uh, some warm sunshine will feel good. That was a nippy breeze yesterday. Yeah, you know, that sun is really strong this time of the year, so if you can get out of the wind, it really helps things out. But, uh, yeah, today's going to be feeling a lot warmer. Uh, we'll enjoy that. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifko over there at Skywarn 13 in our forecast. We're about 25 minutes before 6 o'clock. We're going to get uh, some of our local news next. Scott's going to rejoin us. Take a look. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 6 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're going to continue. we got markets coming up and uh, some news coming up. In fact, we got news coming up right now. Some of the news, uh, local news around the area. And Scott rejoined us. Scott, what's going on? The Wisconsin Supreme Court could decide when the state will reopen. Top Republican lawmakers yesterday filed a lawsuit to strike down Governor Tony Evers' safer-at-home extension. The lawsuit says state, the state's Department of Health Services secretary overstepped her bounds when she extended the order to keep some businesses closed and keep people at home until May 26th. The Republican lawmakers say the governor needs their permission to extend this order beyond May 11th. Governor Evers yesterday said if Republicans win their lawsuit, people will die. The governor and health services secretary on Monday issued their Badger bounce back plan to reopen the state based on coronavirus case numbers and other factors. People continue to come down with the coronavirus, but Wisconsin's coronavirus count is tilting down. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday confirmed 121 newly reported cases of the virus. That's down from 153 cases the day before and about 140 new cases Sunday and Monday as of last week. DHS officials say it's too soon to know if the downward trend will continue. 
Statewide DHS officials say 4,620 people have come down with the virus and 242 people in the state have died from it. Investigators are blaming a burning garbage pile for a grass fire that killed a Trempolo County man. The Sheriff's Department in Trempolo County said 80-year-old Louis Salzwedel died yesterday from burns he received in the fire on Monday. Deputies said Salzwedel was burning some trash when the fire spread and got into some grass and burned him as he tried to extinguish that fire. There's a new search for a school superintendent going on in western Wisconsin. Chippewa Falls School District officials are looking for a new boss after Superintendent Heidi Taylor Elopoulos took the superintendent's job in Altoona this week. Chippewa Falls School Board President David Check said they'll start their search immediately, but said they are in no rush. Chippewa Falls Schools this year paid Taylor Elopoulos more than $169,000. And back to the coronavirus news, nearly seven weeks into Wisconsin coronavirus outbreak and Eau Claire County's coronavirus count is at 23 confirmed cases. City County Health Department officials confirmed one new case yesterday. There still are no coronavirus deaths in Eau Claire County. The numbers for Chippewa and Dunn counties have stayed the same. 20 cases in Chippewa County and nine cases in Dunn County for almost two weeks. And of course, some of the area counties have had deaths, one in Buffalo County, one in Jackson County, and one in uh, Clark County. I wonder how many of those are, are hospitalized around the area. I don't know. I don't think yeah, our hospital has been overrun with uh, some the of those uh, COVID-19 people, have they? That is the good news. The hospitals have not been overrun. And, you know, you can look at that two ways. And one of the ways, I guess, is to say that, well, our social distancing is working and that that curve is flattened down so that people aren't spiking up with numbers uh, to be hospitalized. So there is good news in that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting how the lawsuit, of course, with the uh, Supreme Court weighted the way it is, I would... I would think they would go along with the legislature, but you never know. We'll see what the lawsuit to, turns out to be. You never know. When you look at the statutes, there. this is going to be a debated thing, but I wouldn't believe that uh, the uh, Senate Republicans and, uh, and uh, House Republicans would have gone ahead with this if they didn't have a firm belief that the Supreme Court would move forward with the with their notion. Yeah, I think they will. All right, sir. Well, we appreciate the help again this morning. You uh, have a good day, and we'll be in touch later on. You bet. We'll talk to you then. All right, there you go. Scott Schultz, who's uh, social distancing this morning on the Farm Show. We're about 19 minutes now before 6 o'clock. You're at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. And again, if uh, you're just rolling out, you wonder what you want to do today, well, go out and do something outside because t- today is the 50th anniversary of the first Earth Day. And, of course, our former governor and U.S. Senator Gaylord Nelson from up in Clear Lake hatched this idea. And the first one, he had 20 million people take part in this. And uh, how this started was the fact that on April 21st, 1970, Nelson smoke, uh, spoke rather at a United Auto Workers convention in Atlantic City, the floor of the Massachusetts legislature, and at the University of Wisconsin-Madison before concluding that whirlwind appearance. 
by being at the Cooley Auditorium at what was then known as Milwaukee Technical College. And again, he said, and we quote, Governor Senator Nelson, our goal is an environment of decency, quality, and mutual respect for all human beings and all other living creatures. Our goal is a decent environment in its broadest and deepest sense. So again, the 50th anniversary of the first Earth Day. So again, get out and enjoy. It should be a beautiful day. We're looking at clouds this morning, but then sunshine. I think most of the day should be kind of sunny and a high right around 60. Farther south, you go down through Trempeleau and Jackson, get into La Crosse, Monroe County. should be pushing 70 degrees further north. Probably not so much. Still going to be uh, rather cool. Probably about 50 for highs. All right, let's get to the market. See what happened at the sale barns. Let's go over to the uh, Equity Altoona barn. Check in with Mark Poger on yesterday's sale. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers on a light supply. Selling from 68 to 72. Choice Holstein steers, 60 to 68. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers, 60 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows. Here on Tuesday, selling from 44 to 47, we topped at 48. 60% of the cows selling from 36 to 44, but 20% of the cows selling below 36. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Tuesday selling from 57 to 73. Thin, full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. Here on Tuesday, selling from 20 to $110 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Fancy beef calves selling from $50 to $150 per head. Feeder cattle from our sale on Friday, the 17th of April. Fancy vaccinated three to 600-pound beef steers selling from $85 to $1.56. Your six to 900-pound beef steers selling from $85 to $1.26. Fancy vaccinated three to 600-pound beef heifers selling from $75 to $1.41. With a six to 900-pound beef heifers selling from $75 to $1.24. Fancy vaccinated three to 600-pound Olsteen steers selling from 60 to 90 with the 6 to 900-pound Holstein steers, selling from 60 to 81. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, May the 8th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Thanks, Mark. You have a great day, too. Let's get more markets from the Equity Barns to Stratford we go. And Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. And uh, what, you told me you guys are going to be in the kind of the cold zone today over there, huh? Well, yeah, Bob. Good morning to everybody. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I guess maybe uh, after the clouds clear out uh, later on, but uh, it's kind of moving through the state here. But, yeah, I think if we hit 50 today, we'll be doing real well. But it's uh, it's chilly now, 20, 28, 29. It's been varying between. And uh, before we get any further, uh, I was listening before to that tragic story that Scott had on. Folks, there's a burning ban on, but common sense just don't be burning outside. It's just very dangerous. Yeah, it really is. It's common sense for a lot of things right now, that's for sure. Well, how'd the activities go yesterday over there at uh, the Stratford Barringer? All right, Bob, thank you, and uh, good morning, everyone. This is how the market is selling the first couple of days here at Equity Stratford. Uh, cow market, uh, again, on a steady-to-week trend. Uh, these cows vary from day to day. Higher-yielding, fleshier cows are selling mostly from 44 to 49. Uh, Monday, we had some fancy cows from 50 up to a top of 55. Most of the cows, your average cows, are selling between 32 and 44. Thinner, plainer, light carcass cows, 32 and below. Bull trade uh, mostly steady from 60 to 74. Lighter weight bulls 60 and down. 
Again, uh, very limited number of Fed cattle on the market. Uh, again, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 65 to 72. Uh, select grading cattle, $60 and down. And again, the folks, uh, if you're planning on selling Fed cattle today, call ahead to see what the uh, market conditions are. The plants are very limited in their uh, slaughter capacities, so certainly... If you're moving fed cattle today, uh, call ahead so we get an idea what's going on with those. On the calf market this week, Holstein bull calves are mostly steady, 85, 220-pound bull calves, selling from 40 to 100. Uh, and bull calves have uh, sold up to 115 this week. Heifer calves mostly from 45 and below. Beef calves, those continue to be in good demand. Uh, 100 to 235 on those good quality beef calves. And again, as per usual, there's very, very limited demand for these younger lightweight calves. Now, today, Wednesday here in Stratford, we get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with the market sale. We'll sell market cows today. Fed cattle, if uh, folks decide to sell any fed cattle, that's up to you guys. We're also selling market bulls today. Uh, and booty calves at 11.30. Our dairy sale, our, excuse me, our feeder sale today will be at noon. As part of that feeder sale today, we do have some uh, some very good quality Holstein heifers. They're going to be lighter weights, weighing three to four hundred, uh, fully vaccinated. So, be a good opportunity. Definitely a buyer's market on these uh, these type of livestock. So again, that'll be as part of the uh, part of the feeder sale today at noon. And don't forget tomorrow Thursday here, Stratford our market auction does start at eleven o'clock. And again, we have a lot of information on our website. We do have a lot of private treaty listings for dairy and feeder cattle. So you can uh, check that out on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on our Stratford page or call us up, 687-4101, because things are changing every day, Bob. And hopefully, uh, well, I guess uh, we've said this a lot of times before, and to take in all kinds of conditions here, it's not a need decision on anybody's part. But uh, as soon as we start loosening things up, we'll, we have to get the product back into the marketplace in order to have some improvement here, but it's a lot easier said than done, I guess. Absolutely. That is for sure, but uh, we can keep working at it. Thanks, Jerry. Have a good day. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. Enjoy the day. We'll do it. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. 12 minutes before 6 o'clock here at 20 in a row. Wax 104.5, 37 degrees, heading for about 60 around here. And as Jerry said over there where he's at in central Wisconsin, might not hit 50 today, but if you get down by La Crosse with the sunshine, it be around 70 one of those days. Compeer Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation. And our support continues today as our clients work relentlessly to feed, clothe, and fuel the world. Compeer is proud to continue our strong commitment to our clients, the rural communities where they live, and to agriculture. Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help meet the financial needs of rural America. And our experienced financial team is just a phone call or email away, ready to guide you every step of the way. To learn more about our offerings, like long-term fixed rates that can help mitigate risk and improve cash flow, give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit compeer.com today and we'll navigate through this together. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Loan subject to approval guidelines. Not all borrowers will qualify. Restrictions may apply. This is not a commitment to lend or extend credit. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. 
Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We continue on with markets. Let's go to Central Livestock, go to that Zombrota sale barn, and Pat Bickler has some numbers. We had some beef steers and bulls in 350 to 600 pounds, bringing up to 75. 6 to 800 pounds, up to 72.50. We had some 800 to 1,000 pound weights, bringing up to 80. We had some beef heifer calves in that weighed 6 to 800 pounds, bringing up to 90. The Holstein feeder steers in weighing 4 to 600 pounds were at $1.05 to $1.12.50, with the 6 to 800 pounds from 61 to 87. And in the fed cattle division, we had beef steers up to 92.50 to 95.50 with the mixed grading steers from 79 to 91. Beef heifers brought 85 to 98.50 with no test on the mixed grading. We had dairy steers from 71 to 76 with the select grades from 65 to 70. And the dairy cross steers bring in 74 to 92.50. Market cows range mostly from 46 to 62 with your thin, shelly, full, and overfed cows bringing from 20 to 45. And market bulls, they traded mostly from 67 to 86. Taking a look at the baby calf sale, we had calves 95 to 125 pounds bringing from 75 to 115. 150 to 250 pound calves were at 105 to 110. And we had some beef calves ranging from 100 to $130 per hundredweight. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Synergy Cooperative bringing us to look at the rest of our markets this morning on the Board of Trade Overnight. A mixed market. Uh, you know, the, soy, the harvest in Brazil, Argentina is going along famously, just about done with that. Pressure on uh, ethanol prices and corn prices without demand is uh, putting a factor into the markets, uh, tariffs also factoring into the markets, so just hard to get any traction. May corn overnight was down a fraction of a cent at 308. The oats also a little lower at 296. Wheat was down four cents overnight to 542, but the soybeans gained four cents on the May contract at 835 with the meal up a dollar 20 at $290.30. Country elevator prices on our DTN screen for today. At the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, the corn's 263, the soybeans at 779, Elk Mound 266 and 785, Sparta 267 on the corn, 786 on the soybeans, Ellsworth 255 on the corn, 779 on the beans, Ethanol plants over at Boyceville, corn's 274, Stanley 261, and New Richmond Grain Facility at 259. 
Cheese prices were unchanged yesterday. Barrels holding at 101 and a quarter. The blocks at a dollar and three quarter cents. Butter down one and a half at 118 and a half. April class three was down four at 1337. And then the numbers, as far as the drops got bigger and the prices got lower, May down 52 at 1039. June all the way down to 1116. July down 13, down two. 1311 and the August soybeans at 1431 June, July, and August. Hate to say it, we're all down 75 cents. So again, today is Earth Day, so enjoy Earth Day. It should be an awfully, awfully nice day. A little cloudy, maybe a few sprinkles this morning, but then the sun's coming out. Many of us are going to see around 60. Down to the south, it's about 70, but to the north and the east, it looks like uh, probably... Maybe 50 is going to be the high today. Whatever it is, get out and enjoy it out in your own little piece of the world on this 50th anniversary of Earth Day. 37 degrees right now. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715 715- 5223-6345 Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps facilitate cutting-edge research that will lead to more effective treatments and save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. Wax 104.5 